let's give them something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. No, I don't want to be humble now. You doubted me. There we go. Thank you for pulling that down. Yeah, no worries. A little wide drunk. We'll see who did. So the, we're we're late. We're sorry we're late. Um, for anybody that actually was gonna <laughs> plug in at nine thirty, we get pretty decent. We get pretty decent, we get pretty decent rewatches. We're, where we get our most uh, listeners is on when we when I put it up to Spotify and Apple Apple, Apple, uh, podcast, Apple podcast because people people like listening to us. Apparently, they don't like looking at me. That said. <laughs> The, the the time we do it like Tuesday at nine thirty is just such an awkward time. So we're broadcasting, by the way, to the Diablo site too. And there's okay. there's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> That's so good. So the reason why we're late is because it's Dale's fault. It's I take full full ownership, but in two different aspects. <laughs> well, because so. I, some I woke up with it. Well, I took my dogs for a walk. I took them for a, a long walk. I actually rocked. I carried thirty pounds, which was dumb to do before I did what I did this morning. <laughs> that's not a good. And idea. then on the walk, you get a little euphoric. Like, I, and I want to advise anybody that's out there that you know wakes up with a, that feels feels a little sluggish and they're kind of not looking forward to the day, a little depressed. Go take a walk and take your dogs with you because your dogs want to go for a walk. And uh, and all of a sudden, man, your mood improves. Everything else, and you get you get all kinds of. Uh, um, you get all kinds of great feelings about what you're going to do for the day. And one of my feelings was, you know, Dale's coming on Dale's programming for the, for the main, main site. site, you know, the, a really cool thing to do would be to do the workout of the day before we get on with Dale. <laughs> so I texted Jamie Lee this morning. <laughs> okay. So it's it maybe, well, eight, eight o'clock. He texted me. He was like, I think it was around eight. I would, I just, so I would coach this morning. I opened up and finished my last <laughs> class at eight o'clock and I see a text like, Let's do Holly Man at, at 8 30. I was like, uh, okay, I guess that's what I'm doing. So we're he gets here at 8 30. So we're on, we're on with we're on with Dale. Well, and the only reason was is because when I was having my coffee before my walk this morning, I saw you posted that you did Holly Man. Did you do it today? Uh, no, so I'm like two days ahead. Oh, you son Smart. of a bitch. Smart move. Because you didn't say that's a that. programmer's move right there. Yeah, you didn't say that. So I'm looking at hey, it going, Welcome to Hollywood, Craig. Okay. Not everything. <laughs> All right, buddy. We can edit and post as we need. He got, so I'm thinking he, this guy got up this morning and I thought about it on my walk. I'm like, well, I don't know, it looked awfully bright. So I don't know if it's that bright out there where he is this morning. I'm like, well, screw it. We're gonna do it. We'll do it before <laughs> we'll, match and we'll be able to talk about Hollywood. And Hollywood, for those of you who don't know. Um, is a, let me see if I it's can. After uh, Aaron stage, yeah. Um, a hero wad, and he and Dale has pro is programming all this week. By the way, Dale King is um, CrossFit PSKC. If you don't know who he is, um, just Google him. I think everybody that's going to be on this podcast knows who you are now. Um, he is a bit famous after uh, uh, producing the documentary Small Town Strong. Um, but he's got an amazing program out there at CrossFit PSKC where they essentially saving uh, lives, saving lives, saving uh, um, uh, those who are struggling with addiction issues in Portsmouth, Ohio, the home of uh, the op it's like the ground zero for the opioid epidemic. So that's the quick summary. But he's also been asked by CrossFit to program the workout of the day for two weeks. So what mm -hmm. does he do the first week? I'm going to do a hero week. Today was Halloween. Well, we're leading into Veterans Weekend, Veterans yeah. Day on Saturday. That's right, Saturday. Was that planned? Was that part of the move? Um, yeah, so let's just go down our first rabbit hole. Yeah, let's do it. They, uh, like surprisingly reached out. I, I got a call from Heather Lawrence, 
um, which she's actually just like an hour and a half away from me. Um, she works with Dave on the sport team. And uh, she sends me a text. She's like, hey, you got time for a call in 10 minutes? And I was like, oh, fuck. I, I, there's some What I do now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, some feathers got ruffled somewhere at, at, up at HQ. Yeah. Be fired and, again? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, like, fired again. Like, well, I'm not fired. So uh, <laughs> she's like, um, so what if you, would you like to be the next guest programmer? And I was like, of all the things uh, I thought you were going to ask, that was not on the not on the list. So I was like, immediately, fuck yes, I would love to do that. Got all fired up and then immediately got super fucking nervous. I was like, oh shit, like I, I was like, I did not realize, like, oh, let's just put it out there for the entire community just to fucking rip it to shreds if it sucks. Um, but so I went through like, look, I was traveling at the time, so I had some stuff, and I'm like, you know, that meme of the guy on the whiteboard with the yep. all <laughs> yeah. that the numbers. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, we'll be in touch. Just start thinking of ideas, and then they got back to me and they gave me the date time frame. Okay. And it was obviously starting this week. And I was right. like, oh, for years at my gym, we do Hero Week in honor of Veterans Day. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just like, reply back. I'm like, hey, here's my idea. But before I go too far down the rabbit hole, because they're just like, basically, you can do anything as long as it's not too dumb. Yeah. Um, and they're, and to their credit, they're like, oh, yeah, hell yes, that's a great idea. So here we are on week one. How much time do they give you ahead of time? Like when did they reach out to you and say, these are the dates that you're going to be working with? Uh, I want to say maybe three weeks ago. Okay. So relatively. You, yeah. I, I want to say I had a week to get them a draft. Got it. So it's not, I mean, it's not too. Did they share, did they happen to share like what, uh, the weeks prior to that was like leading up to so, it. Okay, yeah. Sweet. That's really re reach out to like, are you cool with it? Then they send you the prior two weeks. Cause the way mm -hmm. it's kind of looking now, it's like guest programmer, two weeks, main site, two weeks, guest programmer, two weeks. Oh, okay. So okay. they'll give you, um, they'll give you the previous two weeks ahead of time to kind of bounce it off. They're, so they're basically like bringing it back into their own control and then, Yep. Then just leveling it back out. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So this week, and and did did they give you any advice on telling people like when you talk about it not to do, you know, seven days of heroes if you're in you know a new yeah. to CrossFit? Did they? But I no, guess no. it's never done that. No. I mean, back in the day, you know, when it no, was No, but they always program 3 on 1 off. That's that's yeah. the standard. Well, game. and so yeah, they they kind of give time. you like a very rough guidelines to follow. Okay. Um and then you guys will see like I kind of I'm doing 4 on Okay. 1 off, 1 on or so 4 on rest day, Chad rest day. Got okay. it. Cuz I'm like, cool. well, it's hero week. I don't, yeah, I mean, I figured that was the best way to try to get as, the freshest legs going into chat mm -hmm. as possible. Right. Well, that's what uh, Dave Castro talked about too, is like some people may want to continue to follow the three on one off format. Some may want to go to like three on one off, two on one off kind of format. Mm -hmm. That's cool. 
Yeah. And we only had, uh, they came back, they came back on one workout for this week and then they came back on one workout next week. And it was just, it, it was really good feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just changed a, a, a few things. The, since we're already on Tuesday, actually Holly man was like a plan B for today. Oh, I, okay. I originally had Jack. So Jack uh-huh. is a 20 minute AMRAP, uh, 10 push presses, 10 box jumps and 10 kettlebell swings. Okay. Okay. And, oh, that's good, man. Yeah. They didn't like that because, uh, we're going to be using a box again for Chad. Oh, okay. So I think, okay. Well, that's that's good feedback. You know what I mean? It was, like, it was more like equipment stuff versus like movement pattern right. really overlapping. Okay, yeah. that's cool. So I was like, yeah, I understand that's that, and then had Holly Man to to play to throw in there. So yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> Hero workouts are a unique and distinguished one. A one of the unique and distinguishing characteristics of CrossFit, and they're one of the things that kind of a um um essentially pay homage to the to the when we got started and by that i mean we came crossfit got started in the era of uh, uh 9-11 um mm-hmm. and it attract certainly attracted uh, a number of law enforcement officers military firefighters firefighters military police fire all of those because it provides a broad and and uh, broad uh, level of fitness right so the general physical preparedness for all of those things crossfit literally is one of the best things you can do in order to prepare for the unknown and the unknowable and uh and so it, it we it, it, i think it was a natural thing for crossfit essentially to start to honor those that were doing crossfit and then gave their lives in uh, in the line of duty mm-hmm. and that's where these come from jamie lee said today you know right before we started and this is something we do at diablo whenever we do a hero workout at diablo and i would encourage other people to do this as well is make sure your coaches know who they're doing it for yeah who the individual is that's these are tribute workouts yep and this one is for Aaron Holliman, you know, who's 27 years old in 2004 that was killed by an explosive device that was uh, in Iraq underneath the vehicle that they drove over. And it's and and it's and what a it's just a really really neat way to pay homage to to those that died in the line of service for their family, for their friends, for yeah. you know to have a, a tribute workout like this is awesome. And what it does, it gives you like Jamie mentioned it to me right before because I was. <laughs> we were kind of a clusterfuck to get it started. So oh my god! It was well, we had music issues, everything else. We actually didn't. We didn't music start. issues. We didn't start. So this podcast at nine thirty. We didn't start till nine o'clock. Actually, a couple minutes after nine. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. Oh, so I, love, that, I love it, dude. It's like fuck. We gotta get this. Yeah. yeah. We did, it. We're going live. Let's go. <laughs> so I made. I'm so I. I had to scale. By the way, I was going to compliment you because you did it. You went started at two twenty five and went to one eighty five, and and then I I started it. 165 and even those got hard at 165 yeah. they got hard i, I struggle with handstand push-ups but damn handstand but man i you know and i again i thought about aaron I, I had to cap it um at 20 rounds just so i could get in here even a few minutes late um so i did 20 rounds in 27 minutes 25 yeah jamie v did uh 25 rounds he did rx he went full 225 he would have finished yeah. probably right around 30 minutes I think. i've, I've, I've yeah. seen that man do cleans before that's that's easy for uh that's easy for jamie Lee. it's the yeah. big nastics man <laughs> yeah the, the handstand push-up started to add catch up. up holy smokes yeah i started going singles like i should have started this a long time ago. yeah <laughs> you know i really like this workout choice though uh dale because yeah. it's it's one of those ones where you look at it and you go 
five three one. I can do five three one, and just one power clean. I can do that. And then it and then it catches up to you in the middle, and pretty soon you're standing around a little while. But it also gives you time to reflect because it's so long on what you're doing, why you're doing it, why you're and, doing it. Yeah, and it's um, it's neat. It it it's the it's, it's a great choice. Yeah, it's a sh- like thirty rounds, man. I don't give a shit what you're doing. It's like well, when you start, you know, I'm start clicking them off. And I get like the first five. I'm like, oh, I'm not even <laughs> yeah. anywhere near. Yes, <laughs> I went. It's an insurmountable volume that I have. Yes, I can't. I can't do that. So I can't write one at a time. I went through and put 15 hash marks and just oh, marked it like erased it after every every two. And somebody walks by. She's like, "Oh, you only got three left." She's like, "Well, <laughs> shit, I got six left." <laughs> yeah. So so great workout. That's uh. Yeah, so they, Dale will be programming through this week and then into next week as well. Are these the workouts that you do at your gym? Yep, we're doing. Them. Yep, they're they're just doing. Actually, it's the noon class right now, so they're they're okay. about midway through it. Um, are you normally yeah. are you normally programming for your gym? I um, will do. So what we have is I think we have five or six coaches in rotation right now. Um, so each coach gets a week. Oh. And and then I have like final edit veto authority. Um, and it depends on like what's going on in that point of the year, but they kind of very given like far left and right limits. And um, it turns into, it turns into more like professional development for us. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they submit it to me. Yeah. I tell them it sucks or it doesn't suck. And here's why it sucks. And, mm-hmm. um, and they can kind of learn from it. And then that way it helps them do their own programming for their clients or it's just a good, I think it's a good, like it does, it's a time suck for sure. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's, it's more about development for those guys. Are they coming up with their own lesson plan per class? So if they're right in the week, do they write out a lesson plan that coaches continue to follow or like an outline at least? So we'll, we'll get, we'll get, uh, you know, five day, really it's just five days. So it's Monday through Friday. Cause we kind of have a standard thing we do on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and then they write the workout and then they write the intention stimulus Cool, is, is what we want. Perfect. Your members, do your members enjoy that? Your members enjoy that? Yeah. So it turned now we've always done that. And then it, it's always like, who's fucking week is this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or are they, they try It's a guessing game on. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, yeah. and that way too, it like, cause there's just some, everybody has their own flavor. Yeah, sure. Um, and it gets good variety, and and the members really dig it. That's awesome. Yeah, wall balls and power cleans. Craig's programming again. Rowing. <laughs> Holy crap! Rowing, wall balls, cleans, farmer carries. Yeah. Three days in a row. What the fuck? Yeah, what? Seriously, bro? <laughs> Three gone, one off. Yeah. And then and I'll do Craig, uh, Craig, back to the earlier point about like CrossFit's roots uh, being firmly planted in the in the mill law enforcement. Um, when CrossFit posted Liam yesterday, backstory about that is my good friend Chase Millsap, who's the director producer um, on Small Town Strong, actually served with Liam, mm. and um, so he it was his idea um, to kind of bring that one up. And then his sister commented on CrossFit's Instagram. Want to thank you guys for doing this. Liam's watching from Bahala. That's and awesome. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like that—that's exactly why. Wow. That kind of stuff, right there. Yeah, 
because it's it's more it, obviously it is about um, honoring that that warrior. Yeah. But you know, the more the longer that's me personally, it's gone on since I left the military. It's it's ensuring uh, the legacy and memory to their family members as well because they're the ones here. Um, so that just it meant a lot. It meant a lot to see that. Uh, uh, Liam, Liam, Liam Nevins, 32 of Middlebury, Vermont. He was killed by small arms fire while conducting combat operations in Afghanistan in 2013. He was assigned to Operational Detachment Alpha, 9521 Bravo Company, um, based out of Fort Carson, Colorado. His friends remember him as a cut above when it came to fitness. He enjoyed hiking, running outdoors, as well as full gamut of CrossFit movements from Olympic lifting to gymnastics. And he survived by his mother, father, mother, Victoria, father William, his fiance Julie Hoon, and his sisters uh, Maven and Raven. Maven and Raven. Mm-hmm. Wow! Like you know, it's so important to to just set aside the scores, set yeah, aside the time. You know, and I always try to emphasize that going into classes, it's like this: th- there is more to this than just what your score is. You know, and I, and honestly, I I just don't like even collecting scores because we always yeah. collect four at the end of the day and i think the last time we did a hero workout i was like you know what i'm done collecting scores for these like it's i, I want to really drive home the intention of why we're doing it and and not have people think about what their score is but more so think about why they're doing it mm-hmm. yeah man that's it that's it, it. it it's it. And that's, and I want to say that's okay, but it's also, I think it's really important. There's people or I get curious about the cult of CrossFit mm-hmm. and w- what brings us together. And it's, it's things like this. And, and, you know, there's, there's an incredible amount of divide in our country now over the last few years, especially, but it, even more so now. And this is a, uh, just an amazing way to, to in, and I know it happens in our community, you bring people together mm-hmm. and no matter, you know, what your background is, what your color is, what your sexuality is, all of that stuff. When you, when you go through and you pay homage to someone that essentially was fighting to keep our country a place where we can have differences of opinion yeah, <laughs> and be different and express and express those opinions freely <laughs> without, without prosecution or persecution either one that's what this is about and it's yeah. and it's a really cool thing and it's and again it's unique to crossfit there's there's just no other no other methodology that's that's doing something like this nope and it was nope. born it was born just simply out of a hey let's pay this to a tribute workout it's another organic thing yeah right? yeah um, and like it's it's honestly i can't remember how long ago we started doing it um years ago but every year it's like the challenge, just kind of like what you're saying. It's like, go five for five is our whole like mantra that week. Go mm-hmm. five for five. You know, if you got to come in and do a double day or come in on the weekend, it's not about the time. It's about getting those five workouts in a row. And I'll never forget the first year we wow. did it. <clears throat> I was like, okay, well, this is a, this is a meat grinder. Like no one's going yeah. to, no <laughs> one's going to want to, we'll have, you know, the standard. No one's going to want to come next week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's five and oh for five. Yeah, but it's the highest attended week all year round. 
Oh wow! Hands down, every year it's the most attended week. Really? And that's that's when it's wow. solidified. When you lay a challenge for people, that's what they rally around. Yeah, that's really cool. That's yeah, that's significant, and that's I think that's a lesson for again for other affiliate owners, and you pay attention. You know, I I think. You know, while we we crave humans as humans, and I tell people this, one of the reasons why people like doing CrossFit is because internally we crave uh, hard work. Our our DNA craves it. We may not mentally crave it, but our DNA craves it. When, and after we're done with it, we feel amazing. But I also think we crave um, uh, honor and um, tribute, right? The mm-hmm. the ability to 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 um, pay people back for uh, for what they've done for us. Um, and CrossFitters also want to help, and all of that is manifested through um, this uh, the, their effort in a workout like this. Mm-hmm. And and it, that's fascinating that they that it's your most attended week. Just yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's like seriously. I I was driving here going, this is the dumbest thing ever to come do this workout this morning after I haven't really prepared for it, and I was dreading it. <laughs> you said you te- I saw the text. Is like cool. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yes, text to Jamie. Not looking forward to the handstand push I literally uh, cool. sent the text to Jamie, kind of going, okay, if he says no, I ain't, I'll, do it. I'll do it later today or tomorrow or something I think like that. He was anticipating yes. to say no. 100%. But that's it. That's really cool. And I, and I think that's why it is important for your gym for as an affiliate to make sure that you're including these things, even if they don't align with your, you know, figure out overall how to make, program. Yeah, your overall program, your yeah. overall programming strategies, figure out how to make it work. Yeah. You're not going to, you know, well, yeah, and then like we even do like we'll, every year we come up with uh, little comm- commemorative patches too. So if, if oh, you went five for five at the end of the fifth workout, the coach uh, slaps you with the with the patch that you don't pay for. It's earned. That's pretty cool. And, uh, uh, people have like years of their little patch collections. It's a cool um, idea. So it's just like another little That's way. A great of, idea. Of just like ch- challenging them, but rewarding them for what you know their resilience and ability to stick it out um because like nowhere i mean listen we're preaching to the choir here but yeah we are no nowhere else do you get that you don't get it at your job like especially if you work for the government you're rewarded (laughs) for for incompetence half the time not (laughs) not performance um this is a place where that reward that recognizes and rewards effort and hard work and being a good person. Yeah. Um, this one, unfortunately, this is one of the few places that do that in, in current culture and society. Yeah, that's right. Um, it, we've been, I've been looking at or thinking about how I can, um, give re- more recognition memorabilia to my members. I had a member come up to me and said, Hey, to, yesterday was my thousandth visit. And I'm like, Oh, Hey, hey right on. Congratulations. <laughs> High five. <laughs> That's amazing. You know? <laughs> and in my head, I'm thinking, Oh man, we missed opportunity. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and he says to me, he goes, I want a fucking banner. T-shirt. <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah. Oh my god! And then he goes, and I want it like right up front, man. I want my name, and I want my picture on my face on it. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> we're not going to go that far. Yeah, but but I started thinking about, it. and then I then I you know of course then I've been reading about other affiliates that have done the same thing, and they've either got little signature boards where people hit um, um, uh, marks and or numbers of, of you could visits. do a T-shirt, get the press, and just. 
Well, that's what I talked to Yvonne about is doing a t-shirt, yeah. but I, Diablo in our 17 year history, we've been terrible at yeah. this kind of recognition. I admittedly, yeah. Yeah. I have been terrible at this kind of recognition. And I, so what I did, here's what I, I, okay. You get an email. I, I don't know how many members are listening to this, but they maybe shouldn't be listening. Well, we got a few. Oh, is, I'm going to say right here, one of those things that I shouldn't say is the owner while the members are listening. Oh, here we go. Travis <laughs> to the rescue. Travis is jumping in. He's like, I got you. <laughs> so, so I went and pulled up my visit list. I'm like, well, let me just see how many people have been over a thousand. Oh, uh, that's a bad news. Yeah, we have over a hundred, over a hundred members over a thousand. I we believe have a, it. We have a couple over 3,000. I have believe like, it. 30 that are over 2000 i'm like oh man this is gonna be a mess trying to figure this out <laughs> wow dude that's like like i want everybody right now to do some back back of the bar napkin math like that's insane yeah <laughs> like that is insane for that that many members have that many visits man that's that speaks to you guys well thank you and now i got to figure out how to Re how how I can rec give them recognition so that I can retain them because <laughs> they're all going to be pissed off, especially if they're listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, let me uh, let me hide this. I'll hide the relevant information. I'll show you this list. Oh, for how many how many members? Yeah, I actually have it. I, I, I'll pull it up, but I'll I'll pull this. Up. I'm curious where Miles is at because when we had Beyond the Whiteboard, we had. Um, Remember, he was like almost 2,000 workouts like posted. This right. is like in 2011, 12. Um, let me see oh, your screen. He's still here. Uh, yeah, Miles still here. Yeah. I mean, these people, these I wonder how many visits he's got. Um, here we go. First visit report. Um, all right. So let me see if I can blow this up a little bit. I'll... Oh, dang. Kathy. Yep. I believe that. <laughs> Luis, he was on the show a few weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, look at this, dude. Look, here you go. There's the recognition. I'm, well scroll I'm scrolling down. I'm at 30, 40 members, and we're at 1,400 visits. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Dude, I got work to do. So then I was like, instantly, I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll give a patch at 100, and then we'll do a patch at 500. And I'm, I look at the list. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I feel yeah, Travis, you got any ideas for that? To my Diablo members who are listening to this podcast, I love you all. Thank you for all of the visits. Um, I suffer from ADHD. Things like this are very difficult for me to plan ahead. <laughs> I'm just learning about Dale giving patches for the Hero Week. <laughs> <laughs> we did patches last year for the uh turkey trot. Yeah, we turkey did. Ruck. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we did turkey rock. Oh, there boy. you go. Yeah. And I can hear it right now that you know, like Kathy Simon's three thousand visits. All I got oh, is you this fuck, all I got is this fucking turkey rug patch. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Anyway, sorry. We got way off on a tangent here, but I think that rec I love the recognition like you do here a week. And I'm instantly thinking because we every year our charity event. Um, we do grace mm -hmm. and, uh, and we, and we find a local charity to give the funds to, um, patting ourselves on the back. We, this, this week was uh, James uh, last week was, uh, we did it for James Sharanak, um, who was paralyzed from the neck down after a mountain biking accident, a gym owner, CrossFit gym owner. He'd lost 200 pounds, became a coach, owns a, or not owns a gym, but managed, managed, managed yeah. the gym, but his family's taking care of him. Now he's slowly regaining some fuel in his limbs. He may end up walking again. But our gym raised like thirty seven hundred bucks for nice. him. 
And and again, there's an opportunity, right? So we did that and, and our gym wanted to help, wanted to support, which they did big time, but it'd be cool to have something to memorialize that. Yeah. Like a patch, mm-hmm. right? So that's a great idea. Fantastic idea. I'm um, sure I just stole it from somebody just so we're well, all. Well, I mean, it's a good it's, idea. It's good best practices, right? Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, it's not to get off on a tangent. And this is, I got to let you talk. To Tell me to shut up, Jamie, if I start <laughs> talking too much. You're starting to sound a little wad drunk. Well, I know I am a little wad drunk, but also <laughs> I'm getting off on a tangent. This is, this is a good point. Like, Dale is doing something that he probably stole from somebody else. Yeah. And so we, we get a lot of, we, there are, I'm not a lot. We get some affiliate owners that, that bitch and moan that, you know, CrossFit's not doing enough for them. Why am I paying my 3000 bucks? Yet there, there is 20 years of content from affiliate yeah. owners and 20 years of content and expertise. Let's go to that message um, board. Yeah. Go to the, go to the old message boards, go to Facebook groups, journal, go to wherever CrossFit else, journal. CrossFit journal, Google it. YouTube, YouTube's got everything now. Mm-hmm. Go to podcasts, listen to this podcast, listen to all the other podcasts. There's so much con. There's so many ideas out there for affiliate owners who are just getting started on how to, on, on things you can do to grow your business, retain your customers. I'm still gleaning stuff from the community. We don't don't expect CrossFit to deliver stuff for you to do that you are in a unique market and you have a unique personalities in your clientele Mm -hmm. they they're scattered all around the country i wish they were all in santa cruz but they're scattered you know this uh, work from home shit where they all work all the hq people work all over the fucking country in their their kids basement in their basements and stuff you know with their phone and they maybe go to a crossfit gym once a week don't expect them sorry (laughs) that Harold, don't clip that section <laughs> and post that. <laughs> I'd just but, be happy if they do. I mean, but, you're <laughs> but don't don't expect them to to pull content, and understand your community and what yeah. you're doing. They'll pull the big picture stuff. There's a ton of great CrossFit yeah, content, like the Open. I, oh, the Open, yeah. Well, and not even the game stuff, but but I went to CrossFit's. CrossFit's uh, website, uh, YouTube page the other day, which is hard to find because they freaking canceled the thing, restarted. So it's yeah. not a, like a, it doesn't have a ton of mm. subscribers. It needs more subscribers. So tell all your community to subscribe too. But there's some amazing videos there. But don't count on them to know your local market. However, you could reach out to other affiliates that might know similar mm-hmm. things about your market and get tons of ideas and content. Like speaking of an idea, how, Dale, um, the gauntlet. How is how did that become? Like, was that an idea from another affiliate? Or oh, yeah, I mean that that, that was like. By the way, can we please tell people? So if you if you watch um, yes. Small Town Strong, the documentary, one of the themes throughout it, well, the underwriting theme is the preparation for the gauntlet workout at the at the end. Can you tell us what the gauntlet is, and then how? Yeah, how you came up? That's a great question. Yeah, so the gauntlet is our annual summer competition. Uh, it's the, really the only competition we do do all year round. Um, started in 2010 as like an individual comp. Um, this was around the time frame of like sectionals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 2010, and, yeah. And so my first experience was like going up to Columbus and volunteering for Rogue when they were building out sectionals up there. And it was like Bill was just making up all the shit to do. Um <laughs> So he was programming it? Yeah, Bill programmed the whole thing. And 
I was like, oh, so you just make this shit. I mean, this is what I'm thinking to myself. Like, <laughs> oh, you just make this shit up. Like, that's like, so I didn't, didn't need to ask permission to be like, well, what do, like, and so it started as just like an in-house competition thing only for our members. Uh, we probably had 50 members at the time or whatever. Um, and then it just like grew and grew and grew. And then we made it a, team of four competition because i think team competitions are just significantly funner than an individual um and then once we once it became team comp then i was like able to my whole thing was well let's just go down another rabbit hole um do you you know josh bunch craig do you ever heard of him no i know the name he was a he was like one of the original affiliate owners here in ohio um practice crossfit was his Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know Practice CrossFit. Yeah. yeah. So Tyler, Tyler owns Practice. He bought it from Josh now. Right. But Josh had a competition called Back at the Ranch, and it was like the most absurd, insane shit you could ever, <laughs> ever imagine. Like, for example, um, we made it one year to like the finals, and you had to like carry two bags of ice. <laughs> on like a 400 meter loop and then you That's swam cool. in a pond this was the coolest like dude this was the coolest athletic thing i've ever done in crossfit <laughs> so then you swam in the middle of the pond there was a crane that hoisted ropes down into oh, it's amazing. the pond and it was like a 30 foot rope so you just inched your way up touched the crane and you just dropped no that's awesome and i was like this is the coolest shit i've ever done um it only lasted a couple years for, <laughs> for obvious reasons before the crane company pulled in <laughs> you are not renting from us anymore <laughs> and it was just at one of his members farms okay wow um and so i'm like i'm stealing a bunch of stuff from that and so then I just took a bunch, remembered a bunch of stuff that we would do in the military for like team building exercises mm. and then used the local environment here. There's about 400 meters away is, a, is the Ohio River. Um, so that's where you like it would just do the craziest stuff. I think one of my favorite, like we've done like axe throwing involved in it. Um as a way to like, if you hit the target, it subtracted minutes off your time. Accuracy, yeah. And then the coolest thing was we, the finals event was like this bench press thing, but you, you had to like figure out a puzzle. So I briefed this whole thing. And at the very end, I, I got a chain and then locked the bar to the rig. And then you had to figure out the combination as like a puzzle to unlock the bar I like, start oh, the, I like that start the movement and i got the like the i thought people were going to kill me like when because you know they're good at exercising oh yeah but some of us some of us ain't the best at thinking uh <laughs> so when i threw that little thing out there i got death like death stares but the crowd loved it um so just shit like that like yeah. we just try to make it the most unorthodox crossfit competition in, in Southern it's, Ohio. It's fun, it's fun to get creative with stuff like that. Like we did, we've done a bunch of like in-house comps and one of the years we had a floater event. Remember the ski, um, the, we, we had, we, so we had a Nerf gun. Oh yeah. And we set yeah. up a cut and you had a skier. Like a biathlon. 
Yeah, biathlon. So then you That's come off and you go and you shoot the Nerf gun at the cup, and if you knock, you you accumulate points. But it was like within the partner, like the partner couldn't start until they started shooting. So it was just like a, a constant like AMRAP of how many times could you knock the cup off? Yeah. There's a race in Vermont uh, called the Death Race, and it's 24 yeah. hours, and it's we had a member that did it once and didn't make it, and it all it, only uh, one or two people finished this race. But one of the things he said that I thought was really cool was they you at the bottom of the hill there's a whole bunch of legos in a box the design for the logo the legos was at the top of the hill so you had to run up you you run up to the top of this hill sprint to the top of this hill look at the design and then come back down and and build it yep and then there's a judge down there telling you whether it's right or not and if you don't get it right, and you have to, yeah, <laughs> dude, that's beautiful. Yeah, I, and that's that mental challenge. I mean, that's a twenty-four hour race, too. Yeah, like that's your brain working. The, at that the point. only mental challenge that we have at CrossFit is just remembering how many reps and rounds right. you have, and and about twenty-five percent of my members can't get that right. <laughs> Maybe more. Yeah, it's like why are you getting chips for a five-round workout? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do not need chips. Put the chips back. I'm not allowing you to have the chips. That's ridiculous. <laughs> there are some members, though, that I'm like, this is five rounds. Go get chips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, my God. That's cool, though. So that's how the gauntlet. Okay. And yeah, man. I And, and. You know, I, but nobody told you how to do that, right? You had to figure oh, that out no, as an no, affiliate no. owner. You yeah. had to figure that out on your yeah, own. Way to bring it all the way back around. You're right. That's no. exactly right. That these are things that you do on your own, and mm-hmm. then it becomes. Yep. Sometimes, look. Sometimes it becomes. If it if it doesn't go well, you don't repeat it next year. Yep. Yeah. But, so with this year, um, I we built these, like you know, like a high jump kind of whatever that thing is. That they jump over. I was like, dude, I want um, like heavy ass hay bales. And we're going to do like an eight foot. So uh, ladies had to do a six foot and then guys had to chuck this some bitch over an eight foot. And then oh, like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's perfect. Cause then if they knock the PVC pipe over, it doesn't count and everybody gets all pissed and frustrated. Mm. Um, on paper, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> After the first heat, the hay bales were destroyed. Oh, destroyed and i was not accounting for those hay bales to be destroyed um luckily it was a we call it a not so serious division yeah um so we're like oh audible and we just got heavy d balls instead of hay bales and we were able to make a change on the fly so that's cool yeah it works great until it doesn't sometimes And what I'll tell affiliates that are thinking about coming up with crazy competitions like this, the uh, first year or two that you do it or the wild or the ideas that you have, just don't put CrossFit's name on it. <laughs> we don't need it. I, I don't need the shit out of it. Do yes. not. Like, oh, yes. Yes. Test, like, this is what people don't. And the film kind of showed a little it's bit. a really good point. But yeah. don't just test an event. Test the events in the order that they're going to do it during the day. Like don't and fine tune it as you go and don't present that product until it's been wired, wire tested. It's a smart move. That's a, that's really, really good advice. Cause there's, there's affiliates that try stuff 
And I know how that happens. You get busy, you get everything else. You're like this, this, like Dale said, Hey, that this looked really great on paper, but then he called an audible and don't be afraid to call audibles either. And uh, something like we didn't, I was pissed cause I, I knew there was a risk involving the hay bales, but I mm-hmm. thought the reward was worth it. Yeah. Sure. Shit. It just like pinched me in the ass. Yeah. It was, it was worth a shot. It's a learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is this collective knowledge. Like, and then we'll do like a after action report after everything and, mm-hmm. and learn from there. And somebody will present an idea and I'll be like, well, 2014, we tried something similar. And then somebody <laughs> like almost killed themselves trying to do that. And like, and always never underestimate the stupidity of a CrossFit athlete <laughs> doing something. Or even just their general understanding of right. what you're doing. Right. Like you, know, you might have something complex. And if, if you haven't run through with somebody that doesn't know what it is or what isn't part of the design, yep. it's if an you, easy way to miss. If you present an obstacle as a challenge, they w- may not <laughs> use the <laughs> smartest way of overcoming that obstacle. You're just like, holy shit, I never would have thought somebody would do that. <laughs> you didn't say I couldn't do that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> The it, it is um it is cool to have these types of annual events. We do an annual turkey ruck yep. where we well it it started as a turkey trot and we just we create a hairball course for them to 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 you know with obstacles and exercises along the way. But it's something that people look forward to, and then it it's another again it, I look for as an affiliate owner I, I try to think. And I try to make it as dumb as possible for myself and my wife to do this. All I'm thinking about is I want hooks in my customers, reasons for them to come back tomorrow. And the turkey trot and creating an event like that for us, and now it's a turkey ruck, is is a cool way to get people excited. And not only that, and I, I knew one something I want to ask you about the gauntlet. They for our turkey turkey ruck that we do, they can bring their friends and family. Mm-hmm. And it's a way for one, everybody to get to know each other, hang out, have coffee, talk, and it's, you know, it's casual, but then it's also a challenge, a unique challenge that they want to come and do on, on Thanksgiving day. We close the gym. Um, is your gauntlet open to anybody or is it members only? No, it's actually the, the way it's gone now is we may have one team from the gym do it. Oh, wow. Um, every, everybody else Um, wants volunteer and work it oh okay so everybody would rather volunteer and work the event than actually compete in it um because we'll like we'll have everybody from like cleveland ohio down to lexington kentucky want to come do it that's cool that's really cool yeah and and now we've always kind of historically now, honestly, it's it's becoming more of a, an excuse to have a party. Um, so now, like, we get bands and stuff, and there's my buddy owns a bar up the street, and so there's oh, like, we always flood the bar afterwards, and there's a band playing, and so now everybody, the the out of town folks will plan to stay that night, and then it, everybody just kind of hangs out. The oh, the competition oh. is an excuse to hang out is all it, is all it really is. That's really there, there are a few events within the CrossFit world now where we can 
and it and it, that really speaks to the what, what created the growth of the games. Part of the reason why the growth of games, the growth of competing, is because it was an opportunity for CrossFitters from all over to get together. Yeah. Yes. One of the reasons originally that we loved going to sectionals and to all the local events, and we'd set up tents, we'd hang out all day, yep. we would drink beer and whatever else. But that's a neat. That's a really cool thing there that you do. And I feel like that's been lost. It has been lost over the, and I, for, since 2018. Probably. If yeah. not before. That's kind of the, the a, a big Well, that was a big, big turn. Shift. That was a big turning point, but yeah. Yeah. but but that's interesting and and I and there's we can probably try and speculate as to why that is. It's actually probably close. It's probably closer to when we switch it to sectional or to super regionals. Yeah. Cuz there was a time where we had three or four competitions going on in a weekend. It's like, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be over here. Oh, well, I'm going over here. And it's like the next, it was like almost every other weekend, there was some, some kind of event going on. Um, and then when they shifted it to super regionals and it made it so much harder for people to qualify on, you saw a big dip in just overall competition um, attendance. Like people just didn't really want to do it as much. I think too, like, this is something I kind of think about too, is like the, the generational anthropological like study of crossfitters where they're at in their journey yeah um you know 10 15 years ago i almost considered myself a crossfit athlete like i was all like not quite but i was like man i'm gonna take this super serious and in a way that took the community fun out of it yeah um because i became like a lot of people become so cutthroat and then looking at people as competitors instead of like dude let's just, yeah. yeah let's just come to the gauntlet um be on my team or be on another team and let's just hang out afterwards mm-hmm. and now like a lot of those guys i'm just speaking for myself like i can give a shit less about even where <laughs> where i'm at because i know at 43 i'm not going to be where i was at 33 mm-hmm. um but I have fun just having the opportunity to get together, get together with folks. Yeah. Um, and I think that can come back. And some people, you know, rightfully so, like they're, they're, they're looking at the sport as their profession. Um, yeah. Not so much for like having an opportunity to chill out and be around good people. It's like the, recreational, like playing softball versus right. <laughs> there's yeah. a, there's a competition out here, the West coast classic that, uh, Ben Alderman and uh, who else? Put That's that? NorCal Classic. Oh, the NorCal, yeah, Nor- NorCal Classic. I'm sorry, NorCal yeah. Classic. Yeah, Alderman and um, oh, CrossFit Anywhere. Oh, cool. Brain farting. Blair, Blair Morrison. Yeah, sorry, Blair. Um, but they put it together, and they're OGs. They've been around a long time, and 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 they're trying to create that uh, Aromas Ranch. St- yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vibe. vibe. And it went, and people that went here said it is. It's really cool, and there's tents, and people hang out. Good, man. It's a lot of work. Oh. And so let me ask you this question. Because it's a lot of work, it, is this something you guys break even on? Do you lose money on? Uh, do you charge people for it? Oh, yeah. yeah we charge people for it. Um, I think we're like 275 for a four-person team. And we try like we're, we're the goal this year will be thirty teams. Um, our, our the biggest cost is uh, you know really just staff cost for that day. Really, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. it just depends on what you want to do, man. Like, exactly. Yeah. What if you want to get worms, and if you want to buy all this other shit, then you're just if you want to rent a crane to hang ropes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So we're, I would say like we're we're a, just we try to be a little bit in the black. We don't look at it as yeah. a big as a big money maker. Yeah. Um, if we lost money, honestly, we wouldn't do it. Okay. Um, but you got you you had the uh, those event organizers like Ben and Blair. I look at them and I'm like, man, I'm hope I hope they're making some yeah. some some money because yeah. I remember what the we used to do yeah. at one point. We were doing four competitions a year. Oh, organized no. competitions. Yeah. And man, nope. it was, they nope. were, just, they were a lot of work. That was also part of the fact that we had an equipment company. Well, so yeah, it was, yeah. it was an opportunity for us to kind of set up a Showcase store equipment. and sell shoes and equipment. barbells and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, we, we've gone up and down, but like this is it. Like this is our one, our annual event. Um, and, you know, we don't like, we're not getting, we do get some, sponsors from the community that, that mm -hmm. pitch in to like do little advertising pieces with us local um, business owners and stuff yeah and and I, obviously they all like they're all members of the gym they want to they want to plant their uh their business logo and all the t-shirts mm -hmm. um but I, I would, it's just cool i would encourage affiliates so especially you know newer affiliates that are coming on board and then they're in their first five years we did it um at diablo um dale is doing it out there at pskc um there are a lot of other affiliates that have done it a lot of years now it's your turn so you're coming up and i would i want to challenge all those those newer affiliates if you haven't hosted a competition i want you to host a competition and then let us know and we'll be there we'll send our people we'll try and send our people there um i do there's there's a uh, mamba over here that new guy that came yeah that he just had a he had a little competition at his oh, he gym did? yeah and we'll try and you know fill things up for you, but I, the, you guys got you guys got all the energy, man. <laughs> we want you to do it, and you're going to yeah. learn so much. And you might create, you might actually. What's cool is if you do it right, you can get a nice chunk of change mm -hmm. that you can invest back in your gym because that's mm -hmm. what we did. If we ever yeah. made money, it just went right back into the gym. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I honestly think like if you were grooming somebody to be a CrossFit affiliate owner, like that is a check mark you want. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, like that is a good professional development thing. It's a good point. Um, and it's something I've kind of, if I've gone through it, um, it's, I always like, so for us, if you're a new coach, you have to lead an event. Like it is one of the most stressful pressure tested thing. Um, and I get kind of dickish with them, like leading into rehearsals mm -hmm. because whatever can go wrong will unless you plan and account for that ahead of time yeah um and like if you can lead an event with you know 150 athletes over a half of a day going through there that's just going to make you a better coach it would be great if on instagram twitter but not many crossfitters go to twitter but instagram or reddit if you know before people were allowed to bitch or complain about the open or work or the uh, one of the competitions that they go to that it it screens them for have you ever worked at or have you ever run an event yourself no then mm -hmm. okay then, then shut up uh, shut the fuck <laughs> up you're not allowed to you're not allowed to make a complaint yeah and i you know i there there are some there's a lot of antagonists on on social media about competitions and judging and all of that and and every time 
I see it or even experience it. Like when we were down at semifinals and we had the judging snafu yeah. down there, I have a tremendous amount of grace. Yep. Cause I get pissed and then I'm like, okay, I know what Adrian's going through. Oh yeah, for sure. I know the number of people he's got. You know, I watched the, you know, the judges, a few judges when, you know, you, all these volunteers are amazing people, these volunteers or the judges that were volunteers. And I watched them in the briefing and then I watched, you know, one judge looking away and not paying attention. And as I'm watching them going out, oh, you just like those small, small little things. So that's probably the judge that's going to have an issue later on. Wasn't paying attention. Wasn't to, you know, but you They're keep volunteering it, yes. for all day. Yeah. And, it, <laughs> yes. and it, keeping all that under control is so hard. Yes. And then again, like Dale said, you know, athletes will figure out ways to do things differently. Yeah. <laughs> you can't account for, ingenuity and stupidity (laughs) (laughs) and and so it it, going through that as a new affiliate owner um or even a a crossfit level one coach or level two coach is spending some time in the in that arena you'll get a deeper understanding and appreciation which will help make it better for everyone rather than just going online and saying nah competition suck because yeah it's a it's a great exercise in operational planning yeah yeah and your operation just happens to be that event or that competition. That's right. Um, coming up with the workouts is the easiest part to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> do you have enough chalk? Is the are the medics on standby? Has everybody signed the waiver? Do, is are you on your timeline? <clears throat> what is your timeline? Have yeah. you yeah. have you organized all your heats correctly? Has everybody been communicated to effectively leading in so they know what to expect day of? Is the music on point? Do hell the fucking thing that drives me crazy the most is the fucking scorekeeping like oh god or like like i i people know where they stand with me by if i choose you to be the scorekeeper (laughs) they know i entrust your intelligence and your judgment making if you are my scorekeeper because it just looks like a shit show of like spread like score sheets coming in yeah, oh my god! I put it in the system, ensuring it sorts correctly, and blah 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 blah. Yep, yep. Uh, we've seen some. We've seen some. Remember, we that tried the the. You had to log it. Oh yeah, we tried phone. electronic log. We tried. We tried like a Google form where uh-huh. you had to submit your own score. <laughs> that that didn't go well. <laughs> that was yeah. a shit show. We there was one comp, one local competition here, and it was really big. It was the uh, Contra Costa Throwdown. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guy ran oh, a great competition. Yeah. A lot of new people, and he would have. It was two, a big event. There's a lot of two hundred to three hundred athletes competing. It was out of school too, yeah, so he had and, the whole school set yeah, up. Yeah, and he had gone through a divorce like six months prior to this most recent, mm. most recent version of it, and his wife, ex-wife, got got a hold of the. It got into the scoring system game day fucked it all up and decided to mess with the scoring system <laughs> like these are things you so cannot bad. plan now, honest to god this happened yeah. where the where this ex-spouse got into the scoring system to, to, to purposefully disrupt the scoring system in the middle of the competition and this poor guy he was yeah. i won't name his name yeah. this poor guy man he came to and he literally was in he was in t- full-blown tears yeah. As he, I mean, he's but, going through some shit, yeah, and then yeah. that pops off. Oh, and the whole two hundred athletes, no scores, like oh, and and he salvaged it. Yeah, he did. We salvaged it. We said, okay, here's what you're gonna do. Here's how it's gonna go. <laughs> Poor guy. Was, yeah, 
but that's the kind of thing that can can happen a competition. So I think it's important for for I think it is important for because I think these competitions add a tremendous amount of value. Again, like I said, we're coming back to our original point. They bring pe people together mm. to celebrate CrossFit and what we do. Kind of like an affiliate cup could do. Kind of like an affiliate cup could do. I got some ideas. <laughs> yeah. So we're because Dave Dave reached out to me about an affiliate cup, and he went. Dave is genuinely trying. Dave Castro is genuinely trying to bring back the feeling of the affiliate cup and in in the true affiliate cup and uh, so he reached out to get my opinion on it it was interesting he said in his most weekend review he also reached out to rich froning which it's not really an affiliate cup no comment i love rich <laughs> greatest he's the goat. amazing athlete yeah for rich sure he's the goat in for my sure. opinion and he loves crossfit and he honors crossfit and he comes on other podcasts when i know annoys the hell out of him yeah. But I'm not sure he's the best judge of what makes a. Are you saying like Roman didn't grow up in Cooksville? Like <laughs> <laughs> neither did the girls at the, the last year that they oh, won it. Oh my god! China Cho flying in from Hawaii. <laughs> it, it, I, know, you, I love you, me some Roman. I love me some Rich. But I, yeah. I, I, would yeah. you guys rally a, a, an affiliate team if it was uh, a little bit wider open as far as a true who, affiliate? Who, like, imagine like pulling people from within your affiliate to represent your affiliate. Dude, I, I think like we we used we were super on the cusp one year, about ten years ago when it was kind of like that, um, and it it really you know everybody who was trying to consider themselves an athlete at that point in time like mm -hmm. it, it was a rallying cry like that's they're repeating open workouts three yes. times mm -hmm. to to get the score to try to push mm -hmm. the team close to to getting the invite to regionals. Um, I think it's a great, I think it's a great, if you're going to do it, why not? And I get it. I do understand. Like, how do you manage that? How do you, how do you manage that? It's like asking somebody's like the, the 10 year old stud who is 13, like, well, we need to see your birth certificate to ensure you're actually <laughs> on the on the little league team and you're not, <laughs> like, how do you, who, who's going to manage yeah, everything? Who's going to manage that? that? That's That's exactly what I think. Like, who's going to, yeah. but I, if it can be done, it it's something that would absolutely bring value to the affiliates. And it would be something now as the owner, it could be like, it's a driving call to get people to sign up for the open that want yeah. to do it. Yeah. Um, and like you, I don't know, we could, I could go. You, how are you doing on time, by the way? You okay on time? Brother, this is my this is my number one thing to do today. Oh, you're awesome. Okay, <laughs> thank you. So, just as a big picture thing, I used to back in way back in the day, I used to think I, you know, I don't want CrossFit to have my member data. I don't. They yeah. don't need to have my member data. Um, and they were getting it anyway when we did the open. Of mm -hmm. course, they would get the people that that had that data. And then now, as I've you know matured as a business owner, and I see what Mind Body does with my clients' data. <laughs> and how they market to them and tell them to go to the yoga class down the street or the, you know, the orange theory or orange theory is having a sale. This is the stuff they yeah. do oh, to yeah. our customer base. They've got all of my customer data since 2000, since we signed up with my body back in 2007 or something yeah. like that. And, and now I think shit CrossFit should have had that data mm. because if, if we were all it, and this is something that I think, you know, looking back and i CrossFit probably regrets this too, is creating a, a, a client management system that affiliates could use. Mm -hmm. 
because if we were all on a CrossFit management system, shit, I'd paid my body whatever fees, two and a half percent for the credit card fees and then plus a software fee every month. I'd rather give that to CrossFit. Right. So you give it to CrossFit and you may and CrossFit could get it in exchange for the affiliate fees. Mm. So instead of the affiliate fees, they can collect, you know, the credit card fees and a software fee. That'd be freaking great money. Mm-hmm. And not only that, here's what they would have. This is coming back to Dale's point is they would know where every athlete is. Yeah. So they wouldn't have to do the, you know, hey, let me see where you've been training. Yeah. Well, okay. you've been checking. You've been checking in it uh, over at, you know, PSKC. It looks like you've been there checking in there for six months. You're, you can be on that team mm-hmm. if we were all on the same software. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and, it, and not only that, CrossFit, CrossFit would probably have a higher valuation because they got all the data because that data is so valuable. Mm-hmm. CrossFit has all these people that have done that. You look at all the people. If you take from now and you look all the way backwards from now back to 2002 and you look at everybody that's done CrossFit, I would wonder, I'm wondering how many people does CrossFit have the date on for the, for all those people. And you know, that's, you know, it's gotta be a few million people, um, maybe more, but it's, I think it's, I think it's, I'd have to guess it's over a million have done CrossFit and CrossFit probably has about 25% of those people's data, meaning name and an email, email mm-hmm. address of that. And they, yeah. yet, yet my, my body's Zen planner, Wattify, they have it all. Those three combined Mm -hmm. and CrossFit might, you know, I I don't know if this is going to happen, but if, but I would encourage CrossFit or the the tech people at CrossFit or, or Don to start, you know, having meetings with those people, Mm -hmm. having meetings with mind body, having meetings with Zen planner and going, Hey, look, here's what percent, what percentage of our, of your revenue comes from my affiliates. I want that. I want that data. Mm -hmm. I want that information. It, it, there's something there because that data is very valuable for CrossFit in terms of marketing and growing the company creates an in, incredible valuation and maybe take some heat off them to produce revenues that, you know, that we know that that everybody knows they're under, mm-hmm. but then it can make a better experience for all of us. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's big. That's me going off again on a tangent. Sorry. No, I'm here for it, man. <laughs> so what, uh, uh, what would you, so would the affiliate cut be integrated into the games? Yeah, we did. We had a whole podcast last week. We kind of broke this down, and I ended up going home because there's a lot we didn't talk about. Yeah, and I ended up going home and kind of writing out some ideas of like how this could run. And the way I kind of see it is, imagine the affiliate cup being in a a true affiliate cup. Um, You have one team, and it's the affiliate, right? Mm -hmm. So you're not fielding multiple teams from your affiliate. You're It's it's a it's a group team effort. Everybody has to go through the open to be on that team, and then from there, whether it be an in-person competition or even a remote competition, you have say like five weeks where you have to get six workouts done, and anybody can do it. Some of them might be individual workouts, some might be three-person workouts, some might be pair workouts. You know, it might it just varied up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you accumulate enough points and then you could potentially move on to an in-person competition like a regional. Maybe then you have to field eight athletes, four men, four women, no alternates. Just that's, those are the four people that you're competing with. You have X amount of events and you can spread it up and kind of strategize who's playing and what event. Um, so you might have your, like, say for example, we get to an actual affiliate cup. Maybe there's a marathon in it. You have to have somebody at your affiliate that can go and run a marathon. 
Maybe you got some heavy, heavy lifts. You got somebody that can show off their, you know, their, their top end strength. And then you have, you know, the more couplet triplet type environments where you just have to be able to work together, you know, like kind of like the old school affiliate. Well, James, I did be, is, is you a lot, again, it gets a little bit away from, from CrossFit the the, methodology. You're, in, in some ways, well, in some ways, well, the programming is there, but yeah, no, it's the affiliate but, that you're but, showing but off. Allowing specialists will allow more diversity in the team, mm. athletes, and or diversity in your community, right? So, because I've got guys that are big, strong guys, right? So we got, you know, we got oh, a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, right? it's a better representation of what <laughs> affiliate looks right. like. Right. And, but here's the other thing, and this is what I this is a point. This is a point I did make a day about, mm -hmm. and I actually really like that. I want to talk to you more about that mm -hmm. because that's. A really cool idea but one of the things i said to dave is dave's thinking about testing the individual fitness of four athletes and they yeah. all, all four athletes are going to be tested to their fullest extent you'll mm -hmm. know who the fittest group of four, four. athletes are mm -hmm. what we're saying what jamie lee's saying is you've got a work task just like the gauntlet Right, you've got this work has to be completed now. Yeah, you, need, you let the team figures out how to get it done. Let the team exactly. figure out how to do it. So you're not actually testing the individual fitness of all four athletes. You're saying get that work done. I don't care who who does the work and how they do the work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I support that because that's exactly how we program for it. It's like we we do some event is going to be a little higher gymnastic gymnasticy skill kind of thing, and then we're going to let the big boys eat with some with some more <clears throat> weighted um weightlifting stuff um but it's the team that is the most well-rounded collectively mm -hmm. that typically always finishes yeah look at work what happens at work when you got a project and you pull people together at work or your team of people at work look what happens in the military when you got a you know you want to take a you got a certain pro uh, initiative that you got to accomplish or you got you know a, a strategy that uh that has to be completed you know you got to pull together and you got to take your team members as the unit leader you got to take your your squad and you got to put yeah. the you got to put the sniper in this role for protection of everybody so that the, you know, everyone else can go out and do their work and then the people doing the work you want the fastest person that can lift the freaking sandbags and move those sandbags out of the way or build a you know place a cover mm -hmm. like you, you're going to put all the right people in all the right jobs yep um, and if everybody has equal skill sets, certainly then it's less decision-making for the coach. But here's the other part. This is the part that I think is, is important. This is something I want CrossFit to start doing. It in increases the value of the coach. Mm -hmm. And coaching is- uh, I was getting ready to say the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Because coaches are super important in CrossFit. Look, we want people to get their level one, level two. The coach is the most important, you know, most important person in my affiliate mm -hmm. is who's coaching, the quality of that coach. Mm -hmm. well, why can't it be the same thing for the teams? Yeah have a really, really good coach there. And, you know, yeah, I say even mic them up and let people listen yeah, to absolutely. <laughs> listen to them. I mean, it kind of goes back to what Dale was talking about with, you know, being a pressure test. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a good way to kind of develop. And, you know, if you have something like this that, you know, maybe we are showing off the top affiliates in the world or even just the countries, you know, it's, it's, it's an opportunity for, like you said, coaches to kind of get a little bit more exposure ex and um, experience dealing with multiple you know environment like multiple group environment yeah so how would what's your thoughts on uh would that team need to show some sort of verification that they all 
worked out in a place for six months or three months or like yeah. what, what's your honestly part? that's the I think hardest that, that thing is that is the hardest thing but it comes back down to you need to be registered at that affiliate maybe you're a member at that affiliate um and at the same time you might have one say say for example you have somebody that you that's a games athlete and you've recruited them to come to your affiliate they're not going to be able to do all the events you know so it's like you're 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 spreading out the talent where you have to kind of strategize you might not have you might have one person doing two events and yeah. kind of like two out of 10 events or just make it to be to be a team to be Fire away, let's team hear competition like you actually have to fucking work out at an affiliate yeah let's yeah i mean that yeah. in the, in the grand yeah. scheme of things that <laughs> is the idea and if you're it, it, you can't be independent like you no. like how about yeah. you actually have to work out in a CrossFit? Yeah, affiliate? exactly. And and so like any of these like big training camps that are going like they, how many of them are actually training out of an affiliate? Hey, uh, yeah. this I'm, isn't a team event. This is I, an affiliate event. I am an I am a. I, if you have my vote, all all athletes that are at the CrossFit Games have to work out at a CrossFit affiliate. I'm a one hundred one hundred percent. Yeah. If if this business is 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 faltering, as some people have claimed that that attendance is falling off, certifications for L one L two are falling off, then it is all fucking hands on deck. Yeah, I'm not gonna prop up. I'm not gonna spend the next five years, ten years with business falling off, propping up fucking games athletes so that they can get followers on Instagram and then leave us and you know go on a Rogan podcast and not mention us. Uh, <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> 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 i'm not gonna do that it's everybody on board reddit yes. go sign up for an affiliate your local affiliate go there and be there a couple days a week to train yeah and you know what happens when you have a a, a high level games athlete that actually works out an affiliate that fucking affiliate goes crazy for them yes yeah. i mean yep. i mean absolutely Adler. insane like we had a we had a guy here um, at a gym down the street who, who started here, um, he made it to, uh, I guess, is it regionals now? I can't remember. Semifinals. Yeah. He made it to semifinals and like, not just his gym, but like our gym, the local gyms around here, like really were proud of his name's Johnny Charles of what, of what he did. And he like, he works at an affiliate. He's in a coach at an affiliate. He's not, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. what it's all about. <clears throat> yeah, we Alessandra Pacelli worked has been here her whole career. Yep. And now she coaches here and people are just they're that we people new people join her other people come from other affiliates. Yeah, I was like, say they drop in want to get pictures. Is, that, is that Alessandra? Can I get a picture with her? And that is so awesome. It's yeah. awesome for Diablo, it's awesome for Sandra. It's awesome like, for CrossFit too. Yeah, and it's amazing for CrossFit. And it's in I, I if if I had my way, if I was in charge, I think that's a, that's an that's an absolute it's, requirement. It, it, this is who we are. And you know what? If you put that requirement and an athlete bulks back on it, fuck them. Like that yeah. tells you, that tells you exactly who they're out for. Bye-bye. And ultimately the the main idea of this whole thing is bringing the affiliate cup back to the affiliate so it's it's a representation of CrossFit affiliates. Right now the way it has been, I mean I've competed on the affiliate cup at the games four years and it's constantly going back and forth of like, well, how chasing people down, like you have three, three athletes, two active, one alternate. And it's like, 
how many of them are actually coming out of that gym. That's not a representation of the affiliate. That's just, especially even if they're un, unassociated with an affiliate itself. Rich Froning was brilliant with what he did. Like he, oh yeah, he executed perfectly, and he did, and he actually, and he could probably still pull a really strong affiliate. Yeah. He, team he, in this oh, format. No, no question. He absolutely could. So could CJ. CJ's yeah. Got oh, yeah. CJ's For sure. The bulk of him uh, at Invictus. Um, he followed the rules, the way yeah. the rules are written, and he did it really well. And the athletes went out there. I know, like, China went out and she lived there and spent a lot of time yeah. out there because it pissed Freddie off. Um, <laughs> but the, the, and, but that is not the spirit of. It is not. The affiliate cup and then in the representation of the or affiliate. An affiliate. I mean, is that the spirit of an affiliate? Yeah. Like you're just we're gonna rally people to come and just train when there's off hours. Like you're not even doing classes. Yeah. Like <laughs> we could go do that at like a 24 hour fitness and, if you're open space. I, I think what you do, I think for CrossFit, what you do is you put it out there. Like you just you put it out yeah. there, you say it. Yeah. You may not have to manage it, you say it. And yeah. you hold people to their on uh, to the honor system at yeah. first. Yeah. And there's always gonna be douchebags. And let Hiller take care of those people. <laughs> oh, he would eat it up. Oh, he would. Yeah. Right? He would like, and then he'd, he'd be outside the door, like. <laughs> but that's and that's where I'll be honest with you. That's where the, the the Hillers of the world can can add a lot of value. Yeah. yeah, and and they do today in terms of accountability for online representation of their of their workouts for the online presentation, the video workouts, mm -hmm. right? And he calls people out on the videos. David Hippenstiel thing. People got upset because he was mean. Well, it was just holding standards. It was absurd what that guy was was putting on a video and then getting. Can he qualify for the CrossFit Games? Does he deserve his medals? Yes, one hundred percent. Guys had a stud. But did that one year that he just deliver absolute shit on video so he could go to the games again and get his shoes and shirts? Yes, it was. It was shit, and it made us all look bad. Yeah. It made us all look bad, and I feel bad for all the other old athletes that were in there with him. <laughs> this is my the greatest podcast I've ever done, <laughs> hands down. <laughs> anyway, Some old fucking salty dudes. <laughs> I know, I know. No, it's good. I, I like listen. I I don't mean to like be disparaging against that. I mean to be disparaging against athletes who are assholes. I, yes, no. that way. Yes, um, but like we've seen it, man. Like we were there in the beginning when it was about the affiliate. Yeah, and people were coming from the affiliate, and I don't think there's anything wrong with with trending back towards that way. No, I no. agree with you, and I think it's part of bringing it all back, trending back, but also updating it. Yeah, make well, it, it make it make right. it right. Yes. people to be able to participate. I, I, and I actually try. I was really impressed that Dave had uh, reached out to to me and asked me, you know, for the input. And I was candid with him on things that needed to be done, and it was uh, some of what we just talked about, mm -hmm. and, and a couple of other things. Um, get rid of that goddamn worm. It's so boring to watch. <laughs> but <laughs> for the full uh, weekend, <laughs> and I and like I I agree, man. Like if and it's clear, like they want to make changes to. Listen, I'm the last fucking guy to. I have no dog in the fight about games. Right. Uh, I'm just, just not that guy. But, um, you know, I listen to what you guys say, and it's true. Like, I've been to the game several times. People there only really care about the individual athletes as far as a spec, you know, spectating and viewing. Sure. Online. Yep. So why not, like, let's just take this games, let's take the team, and if it, if it doesn't you. work better, we can always go back to yeah. – you know, finding the four best, four fittest on a team instead of 
maybe the best overall team, depending on what the, the yeah. task at hand is. I mean, they could still keep the four-person team format, but call it the Invitational. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be the affiliate cup because, like like we said, it's not representing the affiliates. Yeah. Make it the Invitational. What was, what was the second-place team at the CrossFit Games this year? Good question. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. What was the first place? I, I, I only. <laughs> I was going to say that. that. I don't even <laughs> you could ask that. But just like it, I think it would just be so much more exciting because you'd have more people from your affiliate yeah. buying into it. That you have more fans of the sport. Yeah. You'd have. It's just. I think there's just a lot of room for growth that way. And like, <laughs> hey, all these the the training camps are great. I mean, yeah. they they service they service the need, but. Yeah. Every single training camp should be an affiliate. That's Agreed. right. 100%. Hands down. I, that, that's like, I get it. Like we, to be involved in that, you should, you should fly that banner. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you can do, you can do, you're going to sell your programming anyway. Now you can, now you got the CrossFit affiliate under it. Mm -hmm. You may as well, you may as well support CrossFit and CrossFit will support you back. You And no, instead, here's what, here's what they do is they go online and they bitch about, ah, I did, you know, this competition wasn't that good or the judging was good or, you know, why are they doing this for the athletes? They don't give them enough time. They're traveling too far. It's too expensive. <laughs> There's a long list of stuff that they've got. Oh, I, I didn't get my athlete. I didn't get my revenue fee from my Jersey with my name on it. Even though I came in 25th place. <laughs> There's 10 jerseys. How come I didn't get my $5.50 in commissions from Noble? Sorry. You know what, man? Here's what we're going to do. I, every single person that bitches and every athlete that bitches about it, you're going to come to my gym and you're going to, and you're going to, I'll let you coach if you got your level one and you're going to coach a class of, you can choose. We have, we can work with, uh, work with the counseling center. We'll go to their gym and you'll, you'll see guys coming in with fucking boots and jeans on who are happy with the fact that they're working out yeah. or we're going to go up the road to the correctional facility where guys have are fucking doing 400 meter runs and slides in the freezing fucking cold and are absolutely thrilled and grateful that you are there coaching them for at least a month. And then you can go back and, and complain about how terrible your situation is. I love, love that idea. Love that. Give them some perspective. Yep. Like, cause it's not, you and meanwhile, meanwhile, Dale's doing that and all those people are coming in and they're learning about CrossFit. And then you know what they're doing when they get out and they're, you know, they're in their life. They click on you and they follow you and they're looking at what you are doing, the you, the athlete. Right. So, so Dale's taking those people, he's changing their lives, improving their lives. And then he's making them fans of CrossFit and fans of the CrossFit games. And, and, and dude, like the fact that I'm guest programmer is, 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 is I don't need that's something that would, would amaze me happen. But the cool thing is like several of my clients like screenshot the shit to me or guys that I've worked with in the past are like, holy shit, dude. Like, I can't believe like you're, you're, you're the guy that got so to do cool. that. Big time. And I was like, dude, like it meant a lot that it was that important to them. Yeah. Yeah. To your point. Yeah. <laughs> How's the uh, documentary doing? Changing gears. Great, man. Great. Um, Loved it. So thank you. The 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 outpouring mm -hmm. from the community has been all like it's been great, dude. We, we're getting messages every day, um, just from people. Like the the most important. Here's the best story, hands down. We have a 
we have a member here. He's like our oldest guy. He's 75. He's an old, he's an old army vet. Uh, his name's Robert. Um, just one of the greatest guys that we have here. In the other couple weeks ago, we were doing this stupid 24 hour long max meters on an erg deal. And sure shit like Robert comes in at like eight o'clock at night to help pitch in and, and rack up some meters. And in between, we're all sitting down, and he and he goes, uh, my buddy Chase was here, too, who directed the film. He goes, I finally got to watch the the documentary, and he's, like, tearing up a little bit. This is like watching Clint Eastwood kind of, like, tear up, you know? <laughs> and uh, he's like, I, I know you guys don't know a lot about my, my background, but uh, unfortunately, I lost my son to overdose. Oh, and uh, watching that film was able to kind of give me peace with the situation. And I was like, oh, shit, man. Like, that's yeah, that's why we made it. You know what I mean? Like, just to, to get messages like that. And then, you know, just to be able to, like, the, the first two days we were out, like, we, we hit number one on the on the iTunes charts there for a little bit. And it's been great. And then just... Just stuff like that, man. Like that's that's why we did it, just to make people more aware and you know understand it's not a it's not a to kind of alleviate the stigma and then get people to understand like, hey, man, CrossFit's a viable solution for. Where is it? Where where is it showing? Where is it showing now? So anywhere, so anywhere that you can rent or download online. So Apple TV, Amazon, YouTube, wherever. Just search "small town strong" and you can rent or buy it now. Okay, highly recommend. I saw it on Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime, and and it is powerful. And I don't want to give anything away, but it really tells the story of the impact of the opioid crisis on America, in and especially on small towns in Middle America. It's really tragic, and really gives you perspective on why we have to be more vigilant with our uh, pharmaceutical industry and pay attention to this stuff because it can go it clearly they have the chemistry um, to make this stuff incredibly powerful for for good purposes right you know we don't right. want to see someone with cancer you yes. know spending a year you know suffering in pain mm -hmm. you know while they're dying so there's reasons for these things but there's also uh, significant opportunities for abuse and it's and it's epitomized with um the abuse that took place at the prescription level um and on the user level in middle america and it's tragic what happened and how it impacted it. but here's the cool story is what it really underlines the value of a community um, united together in health and fitness to bring people back from that from that edge where other things have not worked yep opioid, opioid addiction is incredibly complex it's there's been a lot of money thrown at it um, by a lot of different organizations a lot of nonprofits that are dedicated to it and and few have worked um, but Dale is doing it and he's doing it through through CrossFit and it's really remarkable. And that documentary spells out and punches you in the face. It's gonna punch you in the face. Yeah. And and it was funny when you had Greg Glassman on. He's like, you know, here we all are talking about it. And we're dancing around the, 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 the do we do it turn not trying not to uh, spoil it for, for people. Yeah. Um, 
but it's it's going to punch you in the face. You're going to be partway through the the movie. You're going to be going, "What? Wait a minute, what?" Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's and it and it's sad and it's powerful and it really helps you understand. It. So you guys, I, um, who are the who? Can you give some love to the people that that kind of put that whole script together and that and organized it all so that it came out as good as it did? Yeah, I mean. It, there's a handful of people. Um, it, honestly, dude, it's it's a the production and business side of it is a is a case study of it. It all happened inside the affiliate. Like my real wow. worlds collided. My good friend Chase Millsap is the producer director. His wife is a producer on it. They she was born and raised here in Portsmouth. They met out in L.A. 10 years ago. Wow. Uh, during COVID, they wanted to get the hell out of LA. So they moved here. Um, Chase started coming to the gym pretty regularly and would just kind of carry around a camera for about four years um, and collect footage here and there. And then we got uh, another, so two more executive producers, uh, David Harden and Sharon Shindell. They're, they're out in LA and they're, they were awesome. Uh, more from like a relationship advisory role. Um, Cause we, it was chase. It was chase like running and grunting with his brother. This is like complete, like hillbilly, like incestuous uh, thing that we had going on. Cause his brother is an award-winning cinematographer for national geographic. Oh, wow. So when we made the decision that um, we were going to do this, and do like some do principal photography last summer. So the summer of 22, um, we, we paid for Spencer to come out here for two weeks and run and gun shoot. That's why like some of the shots look amazing. And that's Spencer has that, has that background. Um, and then went through the editing process and I tell you what, a guy who's really instrumental, that's not a producer or doesn't get any credit is uh is tyson oldroyd Mm. he was the guy once we had like a rough cut i was like hey dude i want you to check something out because i i need to know if this is shit if this is good um so send it to tyson and he was like dude this is like one of the best crossfit related documentaries i've ever seen in my life and And for those that don't know tyson has been involved with a number of crossfit documentaries Mm -hmm. produced and and edited and created uh, uh, several CrossFit Games documentaries. Very good ones. A lot of yep. content, even in the journal. Oh, yeah, and a lot of content lot of in the journal. And, yeah. yeah, stories, yep. Yep. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm going to send this to the executive team. I'm going to try to do everything I can do to get HQ CrossFit to, to get behind it. And then, like, Nicole Carroll was one of the first ones. She was like, holy shit, like, this is, like, we, we got to do everything we can do. And then, like, <laughs> like more behind the scenes, so we we get this thing we've got we've got it together um so tyson's this is like april so tyson goes dude everybody's on board like we want to promote this at the games and chase and i were like holy shit like that's a i mean that's every bit of six figures worth of in, earned media yeah um, so we're like yeah let's do it hung up the phone and they were like we were like oh shit like we got to sell this thing now like we <laughs> <laughs> We had a promotional deal before the project was even bought or sold by anybody. 
Um, so, so we went and then luckily we got a distribution deal through a company called Nacelle. Um, and they're a distributor for the, for the film. And, um, here we are, dude. It's, uh, it's phenomenal and it seems to be, you know, gaining momentum within the community. Yeah. Yeah. No one, like if the hardest part is just getting people to watch it, like that's with anything, like the the product is great. Like we know that. And then once you see it, like it, it, it will have an impact on you no matter what. Yeah. It, I the the impact it is for me, and this is why again another thing that is super powerful with CrossFit. And I had this conversation, I think, with Katie Hogan um, about you and Matt Schindeldecker and other and, and affiliates being around other affiliates. You know, affiliates look for help and assistance and motivation from the newer affiliates. Look, and they expect that from CrossFit HQ. We started, and Jamie Lee, when he started his, and I, and I started Diablo. We, we did. We we weren't looking to HQ to hold us accountable, to motivate us, to to do any of that. I I looked around at other CrossFit affiliates, just like I do when I step into the on the floor in a workout. I kind of eyeball someone. I'm like, okay, I'm going to see if I can hang with that person. Mm-hmm. And I look at other affiliates doing. And when I talk to you and and Matt about what you guys are doing i there's a little i have a little pang of guilt internally and that pang of guilt is man i need to be doing something Mm -hmm. i need to find something to help you know and i and i i've been working with matt to try and get to do juvenile probation program here i talk about your your documentary and what you've done a lot and but we out here in california are suffering from uh, an opioid epidemic and fentanyl crisis as well with our homeless. And it's, it's horrible. It's, mm-hmm. it's what it's, what it's doing in San Francisco is just yeah. appalling. And I'm thinking it, there's gotta be a way that we could do something similar. And, and, and that's the, that's the, the beauty of having relationships with other affiliate owners, because we will hold each other accountable, but we are also going to hold each other to a higher standard, either, directly or subconsciously like with me i measure myself against what you're doing i measure myself against what matt's doing i measure my affiliate um and there's a the, the the woman up in detroit i was talking to savan about it the woman in detroit that has the youth program yeah <laughs> and he did he had he had her on his podcast and it was awesome these are these are kids that are coming out of troubled home uh, out of homes and she's pulling them together in a crossfit class three days a week and the police come and they come oh, and they yeah. help and they watch. It, the story was like, and all I was thinking is, God, uh, Diablo, it, 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 arguably one of the largest and maybe maybe one of the more successful gyms, CrossFit gyms in the world. And I'm and I'm listening to this podcast. My wife and I are listening to the podcast with this woman in Detroit with a small little affiliate that's working with these kids. And all I was thinking is, we suck compared to her. Yeah. No, dude. I know, but you know what I mean? I mean, it's, and, and that's driving. That's a driving force for me. It makes me want to help. It makes me want to figure out what can I do to, 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 to give back. And, and that's why it's important for CrossFit affiliates to look to other CrossFit affiliates. Don't wait for CrossFit to give mm-hmm. you some motivational ideas, something. Look to other affiliates. Look to Small Town Strong. Look to, you know, Schindeldecker, what he's doing. Look to that woman in Detroit that, the, that's working with kids there. Like those are cool ideas and those are life changing and your community will get behind you. Yeah. 
just look 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 into your own community and see what the need is because yeah. you have you have something that will help. Yeah. No, no matter the situation, no matter the societal ill, you have something that will help. It's just a matter of deploying that asset in the right way uh, with the right people. Greg Glassman, uh, someone pulled that. And, and so uh, a couple of people have talked about it and reposted it, but it was the CrossFit book uh, on Instagram pulled it. It was Greg Glassman standing in front of an audience. He goes, hey, I tell people, write down on a piece of paper. Yeah. Six months from now, what, what, what you want to be better at. I don't care what it is. You want to be a better dad. You want to be a better you know, spouse, you want to be better at your job. You want to, you know, do be, you know, get more of your book written, you know, whatever it is, because I don't care what it is. Just write it down. He goes, and then I want you to do CrossFit three days a week, four days a week. I want you to come do CrossFit. And he goes, and then at the end of six months, you open up and read that paper and see if you're not closer or further away from that goal. Yep. And, and you know, hundred percent of the time, if they do it, it it's, and it, it's like literally the solution for everything. Yeah. And is, is, unscientific as that sounds it's it's remarkable what happens in these crossfit gyms it really is yep i would just say we don't have to fucking prove it you have to prove it doesn't work <laughs> that's a better way to put yeah. it yeah i love that right <laughs> yep yeah. we, do. we do crossfit for six months and prove it yeah dude, I, the last thing i'll say is i was at some public policy school anyways and they're just it was just verbal masturbatory fucking diarrhea going on and they're talking about what's the study on this and what does the study say on this and finally i go listen some people do studies and some people do things worth studying for studying about so i would much rather be doing something and somebody study what i'm doing instead of being the one doing the study because you guys are going to be behind no matter what yeah just get out there and fucking do something it's not it's like that's that's there's you're you're so right on yeah that's brilliant i may have to tweet i may have to tweet that later today <laughs> sorry I, i'll tag i'll tag you though i swear yeah. we're getting we're getting an explicit rating on this yeah that's but that's but it's, it's, it's exactly right we did too many people because you know everybody wants the science what's yeah. the science what's the research yeah let me tell you what just do it crossfit crossfit works it's like what is crossfit yeah. well come to the gym i'll show you yeah yeah we don't even need to tell you. What don't it need is. to tell you. Costly varied uh, folks get yeah. high intensity. Just show up. All right. Well, we solved the uh, we solved a lot of uh, problems today. We fixed CrossFit. We fixed the CrossFit games. We fixed teams. <laughs> we've we've fixed the opioid addicts. We've you know we've, we've done it all today. That, I mean, ninety minutes. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Not bad. Um, appreciate you being on, man. Yeah, brother. This Thank is. You, nice and, uh, I'm not only. Uh, participant i'm a huge listener you know i, I pay the massive sponsorship fee on <laughs> doc spartan to Dr. Spartan down the lower yeah. end. my favorite my favorite business negotiation ever is like we agreed to something and then craig goes well how about half of that <laughs> <laughs> i was like deal <laughs> yeah we're not if i can help Dr. martin that's awesome Oh, you guys, how your yeah. time went all together is brilliant by the way too and everybody will get it watch the documentary and you'll see what doc yes. spartan's all about by the way buy their products we love we love the the the, the doc spartan especially the uh combat ready ointment that yeah. is fantastic stuff but anyway that it is good quality product but more than that you buy and pay pay that product you're helping support what 
Dale's doing mm-hmm. in Portsmouth, Ohio. Yeah. Which yeah, is it's it's really it's, cool. it's everything's made by hand and it's it's yeah. made by and those hands uh, are attached to fucking really good people. I'm just honored to be around. Yeah. So cool. Amazing. All right, dude. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of the week of the programming, guys. Love you. We'll Thank do. You Thank Don't you. Kill us, bro. All right, guys. See you. Bye bye. Till next time. All right.